Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. Ah, uh, yes, 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 yes. I still sound a little strange. You know, I thought I got through the season this year pretty well. <laughs> we had a pretty uh, cool and wet spring around here, and uh, so the pollen wasn't too bad. But boy, something has uh, broke forth in the last few days. And, you know, I feel okay. I'm just stuffed up, and I sound sort of funny, everybody tells me. So sorry about that, but I don't guess I sound any funnier than I normally do, right? But if you hear me a little stuffed up, that's what's going on. We are continuing through the Gospel of Matthew. We're at the 11th chapter, and actually at the end of the 11th chapter. We're going to start with verse 25, but then you know what we're going to do. We're going to back up a tad, because remember this, repetition is at the heart of learning, <laughs> right? In Matthew 25, it says this, at that time, Jesus said, okay, let me stop right there. Of course, that always begs the question. We're just jumping in at what time. And it literally means, the Greek word literally means uh, on that occasion. Okay, well, what's the occasion? Well, we have to back all the way at the beginning of the 11th chapter. Remember, Jesus had just sent the 12 out. They had just departed to teach and to preach in the cities. So disciples from John came up, and John was in prison. And they had a question from John. And the question was, are you the expected one? Or should we look for somebody else? And the, Jesus responded by quoting a couple of passages from Isaiah, saying, hey, go back and report to John what you hear and what you've seen, that the blind receive their sight, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised from the dead, the poor have the gospel preached to them. And blessed is he who does not take offense at me. Well, they depart, and they go back and report back to John. Jesus then looks at the crowd, and he says, Hey, what did y'all see when you went out to the desert? What were you looking for? Were you looking for a shaken reed? Were you looking for a soft man? Were you looking for somebody dressed in nice clothes? No, no, you went out there to see John, that prophet. And Jesus calls him a prophet. And he tells them that he was the messenger sent ahead to prepare a way for you. He quotes that passage out of the Old Testament. It's out of Malachi 3. And then he said, you know what? There's not one greater born among women than John the Baptist. But the one who's least in the kingdom is greater than he. And then he said, you know what? If you accept this, if you accept what John was saying, if you repent, if you confess... If you believe that I am the one that John was the forerunner of, then John himself is Elijah. And that, again, is referring to uh, Malachi, the fourth chapter of Malachi, a prophetic word there. And then Jesus says this thing about, uh, what can I compare this generation to? Okay. He's talking about how... Uh, they complained about John, that he didn't eat or drink. They said he had a demon. They complained about the Son of Man, Jesus, he comes eating and drinking. They say he's a gluttonous drunkard who's a friend of tax collectors and sinners. But then Jesus, at that time, denounces the cities that he had been in, the ones he'd gone and done, the works of power, the miracles in. And he says, you know, it's going to be better for Sodom and Gomorrah than it's going to be for y'all. So that's where we left off. Verse 25 now says, at that time, so it's at the same time, at this occasion, Jesus says this, 
I praise you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and intelligent and have revealed them to infants. He's there in the midst of all this dialogue and this conversation and this crowd, and he just cries out to the Father. He says, I praise you, Father, Lord God. You know, so often we think that we have to get everybody's attention, and then we have to assume a position, and then God will listen to us if we talk to him. No, no, no. What if we talked like this? What if it, I tell you, one of the best complaints I ever received in my life against me was this. <laughs> Seriously. <clears throat> when was this? This was like uh, 21, 22 years ago. And uh, uh, a pastor friend who was, I was helping out at, at his church, he says, well, I have one complaint I get from you uh, about you. And I said, well, only one. What's that? He says, well, during the worship service, people say they can't tell when you're praying and when you're just talking. <laughs> the more I thought about that, the more I thought, okay, I think I sort of like that. You know, I'm not sure, but I knew what they meant. In other words, I didn't tell them, okay, everybody stop. Everybody assume the position. Now we shall pray, <laughs> you know, because particularly during the worship times, I can sort of, I do that. I sort of interweave back and forth. In uh, the situation I'm in right now, I don't, I don't do it near as much as I used to in times past, but that's changing a little by little by little, I think. So that's good. But Jesus did that. He just started speaking to the Father. He says, I praise you, Father, Lord of heaven. What was he praising him about? That the Lord Father had hidden these things from the wise and the intelligent. Okay, the wise of the world, the religious rulers, the intelligent ones, even of the Scripture, but had revealed them to the infants, revealed these truths to the ones that had not been educated yet, weren't the wise and intelligent. Verse 26, yes, Father, for this way was well-pleasing in your sight. You actually see this in the Scripture. Uh, it's in one of the Proverbs that said it's, it's the glory of God to hide something like that. Verse 27, Jesus says this, All things have been handed over to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, nor does anyone know the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son wills to reveal him. So is he still saying this to the Father? Is, is he praying this? Is he declaring this to God and the people are listening? Or is he saying it just to the people? Well, when I look at it right here, it's still got quotation marks around it. In other words, that Jesus is lifting this up, saying this to the Father. I don't know, maybe so. Verse 28, Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. So Jesus is declaring this, and he's declaring this in the midst of proclamation before the Father. He's declaring this before the people right here. And he's saying, come to me. We're very familiar with this verse. I love this, uh, all you who are weary. And, and the Greek literally means all who are being worked to exhaustion. Come to me, all who are weary, being worked to ex exhaustion, and heavy laden and I will give you rest. You know, there is that element, yeah, of uh, physical work, the things you have to do in life, et cetera, et cetera. I tell you what, though, man, within the context right here where he's talking about the wise and the intelligent and the ones who had rejected him. Remember that? The ones, you know, that's what he'd been talking about with the unrepentant cities and how the religious rulers were rejecting him now. I'm not too sure he, that the major emphasis here isn't upon the burden and the weariness of religious activity. Verse 29, he says, 
Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. That rest for your souls is a little allusion back to Jeremiah 6, okay? For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Now, remember what all he had said here about the cities rejecting him, okay? What all he'd said about uh, uh, the prophets and what, you know, John and that kind of stuff. What is he saying now? He says, y'all need to come. Come to me, the ones who are weary, the ones who are heavy laden. The Lord will give us rest, folks. His yoke is not heavy. Learn from him. He's gentle. His, he's humble. His burden is is light. It's not this religious thing that the Jews have done. It's not this religious thing that organized denominations do now. I mean, it's, it's such a heartbreaking thing to see day in and day out. And a lot of times it's so unintended. It's not malicious or intentional, but it is. Uh, it does bring burdens and problems because that is not the true walk of the true kingdom, most of the religious activity that we see today. So folks, grab a hold of this. Know this, that the yoke of the Lord is easy, okay? And his burden is light. That word easy literally means comfortable and pleasant. Well, time's up. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time, and I'll see you in the next episode.